0: Welcome to You Gotta Have Faith. What is faith? In Hebrews 11th chapter, first verse, the Apostle Paul writes, Faith is the substance in things hoped for and the evidence in things not seen. One playwright writes it's believing you see white when your eyes tell you black. It's a belief while no one else believes. Dr. King says if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. This is a podcast about faith. This is a Christian podcast where we share our faith and belief in God and also in mankind, the goodness and kindness in mankind. In today's world, we see lots of ugliness based on racism, misogyny and age old grudges. But there is goodness in all of us. There is goodness in this world. But it begins with our belief. You got to have faith. Today is August the 11th, and we're here with the uh, the gang. Um, we have Craig and Deb. Good How's everybody morning. doing? Hey, Red. <laughs>
1: doing all right.
0: A wonderful Saturday morning, and uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of things. We're going to sort of freestyle it uh, today.
1: Yeah. I feel like we were all kind of a little, well, maybe not all of us, but mm-hmm. a majority of us mm-hmm. <laughs> were feeling a little scattered and
2: anxious this week. Uh, yes, speaking for myself, mm-hmm. very much so. Um,
1: I was, for sure. Yeah.
2: It's been uh, it's been an interesting week, a uh, lot of introspection, mm-hmm. and I was just telling Deb,
0: point the mic, point the mic to. Uh,
2: was just there you go, there you go. Hey, <laughs> hello everybody. <laughs> we want to hear you. That's no, all thank yeah. you. I was just telling <laughs> Deb uh, it's been a, a week of introspection, and a lot yeah. of it probably necessary, but uh, <clears throat> sometimes you know when you dig in and and do a lot of soul searching. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really like everything I see <laughs> sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and mm. you know, it, it, it kind of uh, at times makes you feel a little discouraged. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so I've, I started out the week with a, a, a quote that just kind of like gave me all kinds of momentum and happiness and, mm. <laughs> and optimism and... Uh, and then, uh, and things kind of went
0: different. <laughs> sure,
2: sure. <laughs> yeah. I have a
0: lot of thoughts on this. Can I open us up in prayer? Absolutely. Let's 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 do that first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, we truly thank you so much for waking us up this wonderful Saturday morning. Jesus, I just want to say that I love you so much, and we all love you so so much. I don't say it enough. Um, I thank you for uh, everything that you've done for me, for the opportunities that I have, the fact that I can even walk and breathe, and that I'm healthy. There are so many people who are not healthy, and I pray for those who aren't, uh, for those who are struggling, for those who need some strength and some inspiration. And I pray that you guide us through uh, the Word, your Word. We pray that our spirits will be up so that we can uplift others through your Word, and that everything that we say and we do, everything that we feel, every fiber of our being, will be guided through the love of you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 It's a beautiful petition. Thank <laughs> you.
3: I like that. Yeah, I well like I mean that.
0: I say to myself, you know, how, how many times we have people in our lives that we just don't say, Hey, I just want to say I love you. Thank you so yes. much. Oh, yeah. And I definitely don't Reaching do it as out far and as things, exactly. Yeah. Telling Jesus Christ we love him. Yeah. It's well, good so, to hear. Yeah, it's good to hear. But. Mm-hmm.
1: So we decided that we were going to do freestyle today because we're we wanted to kind of talk about what it's like to struggle.
0: Exactly, and, and also we wanted to get out of the the you know we have a regimen of let's say starting with one particular Bible verse and then following it on a track as if we were I don't know ministers or whatever and of course we're not. It's
3: a Bible and study. It, it
0: is nice to sort <laughs> of break things up to sort of you know, have it more. Um, um, more uh, spontaneous yeah. yeah preparing a speech <laughs> all the time is yeah. f- you know that's fine and we' we're,
2: we're all actors and we're all you know trained to speak in public sure. and, and 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 do these kind of things and that's yeah. great and you know preaching is great mm-hmm. but you know uh, a lot of times that's just not where I'm at yeah you know, I I, I, <laughs> I feel like the fellowship and the and mm-hmm. the, and the the I- the idea bouncing and the feeling of different different people's vibe and different people's point of view is 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 really where I need to be right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we
1: support you in that.
2: Just communicating, yeah. you know. Yeah. And
1: that we can find inspiration that supports our faith outside of the Bible.
2: That's exactly right. And I
1: think that's important for people who are listening to understand too.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah That's a lot of the world. That's what we do anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as people running around, you know, in our in our daily lives.
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk about, you know, St. Francis. We're going to talk about memes. <laughs> memes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and maybe a little yeah. bit of the Bible, too. Yeah. And, so a of, and a bit
0: of self-worth, yeah. you know, like just knowing that we are valuable, that God values us, mm-hmm. and uh, we're valuable to the people around us, although they may not appreciate it, and we may not appreciate how valuable we are to other folks. And how
1: hard sometimes it is to show up.
3: Exactly. hmm yeah.
0: mm-hmm. In whatever
1: aspect, like if you're doing self-introspection or for other people or for yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Why, don't
1: you, why don't Craig? Why don't you share with us your St. Francis quote?
2: Okay. So the the week started out really cool. Um, I was introduced to to this quote. It's uh, I guess it's uh, from uh, uh, well St. St. Francis Bishop St. Francis de Uh and I guess he's referring to you know other biblical <laughs> texts, but I don't think this particular quote is you know directly a verse biblical right. from, or from the Bible, but. But I, uh, I, I just, I just wanted to read it because it, it, it kind of, uh, it struck me, you know, with a. This was like. I think I, I, I had this euphoria moment, uh, you know, Good. at nine twenty-seven a.m. on August the fifth. <laughs> 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 Apparently, that inspiration was or, so or, so or so it says here. Yeah. Anyway, the quote goes: uh, "Do not fear what may happen tomorrow. The same loving Father who cares for you today will care for you tomorrow and every day. Either." He will shield you from suffering, or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace, then, and put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginings. I mean... Not an easy thing. What a... Well, you know, I mean, just like, you know, on face value, it's just like, oh, God, that's wonderful. (laughs) What a great thought. Let God take care of uh, it. Yeah, and, yeah, Deb, you've been an influence on on, uh, having me kind of... Use that phrase or use that idea as just like a default kind of deal. Let, let God take care of it. Um, don't be, you know. Don't I be
1: mean, si- don't oh. sit on your ass, Craig, but let God <laughs> take care of shit. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah true, <laughs> true. There's true. a wonderful um, um, gospel. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave it there. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think about that. Because, yeah. you know, we try to handle when we help out our friends and we help out our family members. And we're like, we're the only ones who can do it. Like, I hear the stories that you, both you and, you know, Deb and Craig talk about handling, you know, like you, your mom. Your mom is now, you know, uh, she's she has caregivers and, you know, people are taking care of her.
2: Yes, yeah, so some things are good. Some good things are happening. I mean, yeah. you know, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of <laughs> months and, you know, and, and, in my mother's case, years, uh, you know, of kind of like, trying to move, you know, things forward or trying to, you know, create a positive change in her life is starting to take happen. Mm-hmm. with another friend of mine, you know, and, you know, it's starting to happen. Exactly. And, and now I'm kind of like, you know.
1: Now what? I
3: don't have that to focus on. Yeah, I don't have that now. <laughs> yeah,
2: this week I kind of had, had to sit in my own head yeah. a little bit, Yeah, you know, started like I said, it started out fantastic and <laughs> then it, and then upon upon thinking about you know oh God, what's going on? what do I need in my life you know and, and it's you know it kind of yeah, it kind of took me to a little a little negative place
1: I'm really know? struck by the he will shield you from suffering or he will give you unfailing strength to bear it, so you always hear that you know my my cross to bear, yeah you always hear mm-hmm. God wouldn't have given you this if you weren't strong, mm-hmm. I think about that a lot um. You know, sometimes you pray, God, give me the strength mm-hmm. to deal with whatever that faces me. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes I think, I need to pray for, like, can you solve this problem <laughs> like, without yeah. me? Like, yeah. <laughs> <why> do-
3: <laughs> take the wheel, <laughs> so- please. Some- yeah. yeah.
1: Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm built, I've built up enough for now. Yeah. Can I-
3: can yeah. I- <laughs> no, it's true.
1: <laughs> can I take a break on the strength building? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I always you know and, and we were talking about, you know, like part of the having e- either you're going to bear the suffering or you won't suffer, or, you know what. Yeah. But whatever part of part of this and part of this kind of anxious feeling that uh, that I have is kind of like it's kind of like when you w- when you know you want to go swimming but you know the water's cold.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it's just like you know how refreshing it's going to be. You know. But you know that water's going to be cold. Until <laughs> you, you get used to it. Uh, yeah, until you just jump in. Until yeah. you commit to jump in. I'm mm-hmm. sure people felt like they when they were being baptized, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Instead, of like, oh, no, do I really have to do this? Yeah, 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 you really
3: have to do this. So
1: I struggle with the setting aside all anxious thoughts and, and imaginings, though, always. Like, I couldn't sleep a lot this week because I was uh, – for, for the listeners – Um, I had a very emotional week with a death in my family and then a friend who was in the hospital. Mm. And then even last night I had a a friend who Mm. had a small stroke at dinner. So it was just a very emotional week. And I haven't had a lot of energy to deal with my stuff. Mm. (laughs) Um, Mm. It's hard to let go of anxiety.
0: It is. It is. I know for me, when I deal with anxiety, it's usually dealing with people who I'm not necessarily familiar with. Like, I never feel anxiety when I'm around you guys because I just feel comfortable, you know, like I could, I don't know, um, trip and fall or, you know, like, um, <laughs> or you can tell me about my, you know, my zipper's unzipped or something like that. But when we're around people who are unfamiliar with or people who, let's say, don't know us intimately, um, it's like, oh wow! How do people view me? Like I can feel eyes. Huh? Like um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever felt that. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's almost like uh, a fresh actor who's on stage, and you feel the audience just looking at you, <laughs> and it just feels like heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, like like early, like when we began this podcast today, we talked about preparation, and sometimes you just okay, l- we'll let's just freestyle it mm-hmm. because preparation we feel secure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like hey. Let's make sure we're all on the same page. We're all marching along the same lines, and everything is fine. But sometimes spontaneity is, is fine because, you know, we, we reveal our natural selves. Yeah. But it's it's – there is that nervousness or that, that anxiety that you feel. It's like, how are people looking at me? How do people see me? You know, have I done enough for someone? Mm-hmm. Like, Debbie, you are talking about, you know, the, the friend of yours who um, is going through a hard time this week. And, unfortunately, you may have um, – Lashed out, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
1: he's pushing people away. Right, exactly,
0: and that may accepting be accepting their love. Yeah, that may be his own anxiety. Oh my goodness, the best.
2: It seems seems true, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm the same way. When I get like, when I when I when I feel like I'm no good for the world, yeah, you know, I'll shut I'll shut it out. I'll shut down. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I need I needed this today with mm-hmm. you guys and and because you can't prep for an improvisation sure you know, I mean you I guess you can you can limber up and whatever yeah but I, I think what what's what's needed here is is I don't know I was, I'm speaking well just for myself is to really just feel vulnerable mm-hmm. and like spontaneous and this is what's going on right now and tune into that kind of energy with you guys and maybe something clicks Mm-hmm. Maybe something translates and, yeah. I, and I will be fed with <coughs> new ideas and yeah. new inspiration, and kind of get rid of some of this negativity that i 've been hanging on to for a few days now,
0: yeah I, I wanted to share a quick when I was young, I had to deal with anxiety pretty much every single day uh, my mom i, I, I don 't really you know it seems like every time I talk about my mom it's always negative it's she really was a loving woman. I think that she had a hard time, you know a lot of people. When a woman is pregnant, she, it's not necessarily that she wants to be pregnant. You know, a lot of times she may not have a choice. You know, if a guy's like, hey, listen, we're gonna, I'm going to sleep with you, so deal with it or whatever. <laughs> um, and she gets pregnant and, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about abortion or whatever. I'm not sure if mom really wanted to be a mom. And she took out a lot of her frustration. I mean, I remember as a kid walking on eggshells making sure that I didn't piss her off, Mm. or every time she was upset, I had to think, is it me, is it me, is it me? Hmm. And so I can never really get into a state of relaxation. It was always like, I'm always on my, you know, and I think people who are giving, naturally giving people, uh, sometimes grow up under that background where I have to give because this is a sort of reflex of the tension around me. Mm -hmm. If I can be the peacemaker, then it'll relieve the tension. Mm -hmm. And you, is,
2: and you develop those tools.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I kept on thinking about Psalm 23. Like Psalm 23 is one of those psalms that I memorized mm-hmm. when I was a kid.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, like, he, thou prepares the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Uh, my cup um, runneth over. Hold on. I have, I have the, uh, okay. yeah, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Mm. My God prepares me, you know, like when you, he anoints you with mm-hmm. oil. It's a sort of preparation it's, it's sort of, hey, this is, I'm protecting you. Mm-hmm. I'm putting you in this bad situation, but you can handle it because I'm equipping you with everything you need.
2: It's sort of like being honored, too. Like yeah. God's honoring you, yeah. You know, obviously, you mom's a really powerful, important person and, and, and helped you mm-hmm. uh, irregardless of, to develop these t- tools of being a peacemaker. I think part of the fun part mm-hmm. of being an adult is, is saying okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know what else do I get? Because I, I, I'm a, I've I've have got a similar kind of like story growing sure. up. I mean, you know, it was just real tense. I was real tense and nervous, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, I think all I, three of us. And, and I and I developed these skills, you know, to uh, kind of humble myself, or, you know, acquiesce, mm-hmm. compromise, and uh, and those are those are things that I learned how to do in in, in this tense situation in order to d- negotiate it,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and get beyond it. And it wasn't until, like, I, you know, became an ad- became uh, an adult and started seeing how other families
3: worked work
2: different. that, you know, I, I was just like, whoa, what do you mean? You all go to Disneyland? Really? Together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't just take separate vacations, <laughs> you know? And it was kind of like, you know, you start to see, like, oh, gosh, there's a, there's a whole other toolkit beyond your toolkit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And uh, so... So it was that finding finding that community outside that kind of made the difference for me. It, but still, like the same old tapes, the same old
1: they're well well, well buried y- in us. Yeah, you know, they
2: they still kind of rattle in my brain. Yeah, I think,
1: Fred, what I'm enjoying seeing just mm-hmm. I just wanted to tell you sure that I'm enjoying seeing you grow into sharing your emotions more.
0: Oh. So I've always that. had it. I, I think it's, it's one of those things where you have to be around people who can. There have been plenty of times where I've shared my emotions with people who really didn't give a damn. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. Or they're overwhelmed. They're like, Ugh. But I think your
1: first reaction is to keep it, it close. Is. It, it is. So
0: yeah. Tight. I mean, you know, why give something to someone if they don't value it? Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that was a question that I had for you, and I asked you this before we you know hit go on the on oh, yeah. the on the player. I want to call it tape, but it 's not tape anymore <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, like the things that you 've had to go through, even like this week i mean it's it's this is you 've had to be sort of a um, a, um you've had to you 've had to be there for people, whether it be family and friends it seems to be all through your life. do you ever feel that God has sort of given you? These situations to say, "Hey, only you can handle this."
1: I'm not sure only I can handle it, but mm-hmm. I think I I know for mm-hmm. sure in my heart that God has put me in the paths of these people to help them. Yeah, I know that to be true. Do you
0: ever do you ever feel um, I don't know upset or angry about that? Like, why me? Like, yeah, you know. oh
1: yeah. La- this week, like <laughs> when I was getting calls <laughs> at 12:30 in the morning from yeah. our friends' friends, and you know, and oftentimes those calls are just to listen to them.
3: Sure. It's
1: not like I'm giving them any direction or advice, I'm just there to be there for them yeah, yeah. and and get it you know there was there was one day um uh, my friend made a decision that created a lot of anxiety with all of our group mm. of friends mm. and i I got like fifteen calls that day, and I remember like telling my friend Amy who I mentioned before who's been my rock lately. Mm-hmm. Just going, "Why are these people calling me? <laughs> yeah. Why is it me?" Yeah. You know, like I I don't
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And being
1: angry at them for not stepping up to the plate themselves but yeah. trying to get me and then also asking me to solve the problems, which Yes, I put that pattern out there already. Like, it's like oh I, no. I get that. Yeah, but yeah.
2: they know your toolkit. <laughs> but but there are sometimes <laughs> that
1: I need to be the one who's crying on somebody's shoulder. Yeah, yeah. You know, and mm. like that was that was what I needed this week, and I did not get a lot of that well, from, well, I'm so from sorry, that too. group of people. Yeah. Yeah. No, no.
0: Well, you have us. I mean, you can always. No, no, and yeah.
1: so th- I, and so yeah. to your point, like yeah. yes, I do get angry. Yeah. Um, and I think I I mentioned. I I also want everyone on this phone, the boys have been very nice in calling out the things I do for other people, but I am not a saint, and (laughs) I am definitely not. Of course, yeah. And um, there have been some interesting circumstances in the last couple months that have called for me to step up. Um, But yeah, I I do get angry. I was angry for like two whole days, Mm. stomping around my house,
3: Mm. and then
1: I went into just crying, Mm. just crying and crying and crying, Mm -hmm. and then... I sat. Finally, had to, had a moment to sit still, and I let God take care of it. Yeah. And I slept for the first time last night.
2: You got some rest.
1: Finally slept.
2: Mm, good for you.
1: Like the the first I've slept since my cousin um, w- went into the hospital and was put on life support last week. Wow! <laughs> so, wow!
0: Wow! Um, yeah. Do do, you, do this is a question I'll ask just on both of all of us. Do we ever feel because this gets into the is there God? Is there Satan? And you know who? Do you feel that God puts us in these situations, these these tough situations, for a purpose, or do you feel that God doesn't put us in these situations? We either put ourselves in these situations, or just the fact of, um, I don't know, just life in general that we are in these situations. But yet, God equips us. In other words, do we ever feel? Is wow, it how, If God is or a loving, is it our God, if God is a loving God, then mm-hmm. why am I putting the why am I putting these you know horrible situations We're dealing with friends or dealing with having the stress?
1: Well, but in, in addition, well, uh, I'll speak for myself in that last mm-hmm. uh, question. Um, putting myself and putting me in these situations, uh, it's not about putting stress on the person who's helping. It's about channeling God's missive and mm-hmm. his love and his energy and giving that away. Because it is – while you may per- – while I may personally feel tired mm-hmm. or a little frustrated or whatever, yeah. that power is infinite. Yeah, and, and it can be channeled through me and not take away from me. Good. And it can be channeled through me yeah. and also infuse me. Yeah. But – the main goal is to be, to grant that grace to someone else.
0: Yeah, I think that's very important. What do you say, Craig?
2: Well, you know, I've had a lot of time to think about these very things <laughs> that you're talking about this yeah. week. Yeah, Probably a little too much time to just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of brood on some things. And one of the things that um, I kind of came out of it, and only until this morning before I got here when I realized I need some rest, too. I mm-hmm. haven't gotten some decent sleep or I've been eating all that great the last few days because when I shut down, I just go like, "Hey, no food, no sleep, no problem," you know. Until it's like, "Oh damn, take a vitamin, damn it!" <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But no, one of the things that I got this morning is that uh, at least my God, my personal God, or you know, everybody's got their own kind of like idea of how mm-hmm. they communicate and what, mm-hmm. you know, um, with their spiritual side. But my personal God kind of. Told me this morning. Personally, um, I want you to be more. I want you to be more, Craig. Mm. More what? More. More than what you think you are. Mm. I mean, I thought about myself being trying to heal, yeah, inside, and I saw this little guy working, chipping away, <laughs> you know, yeah. trying to trying to fix um, whatever's going on inside. And I had to sit there and judge for myself. Well, how much is that guy fixing, healing, and how and how how much is the, that other part of him helping? Mm-hmm. And, and it seemed like it was all happening interi- in an interior kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and it was like small and kind of petty and, and didn't have anything to do with the outside world. It was just you know my own little
3: mm-hmm.
2: machinations round and round and mm-hmm. in my heart and my head. And then suddenly, you know, I, fe- I felt like, yeah, the answer was, came to me. It was just like, it's not just those two little fixer-helper guys. There's much more to you than that. You have a lot more. Mm-hmm. A lot more. Be more. Be more of your person. Don't just be the fixer guy or the helper guy or the yes man, mm-hmm. no man kind of thing. You know, Desire more. Create more. Mm-hmm. Risk more mix it up get out get out more mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> interact is that a, is that another way of saying be i don't want to say selfish because selfish has negative connotation but
1: it's Fe- it's feed it yourself it yeah. sounds feed like an soul. ego
0: it does sound like an ego thing
2: i guess and it could be confused with that i suppose i don't know i just i just hope mm-hmm. that it's coming from a positive place and i kind of am assuming it will yeah, yeah. and that it's it doesn't mean i'm going to go like you know mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Plaster my name all over every yeah. billboard. No, right. I, it <laughs> reminds
1: me of that feed your soul. you got to feed your soul. That's right
0: exactly now. right. Yeah. And I was thinking about, uh, especially with relationships, and I've had to deal with this week, you know, relationship questions. Mm-hmm. But also, um, you know, if you are, like, I've been thinking about rejection and how people view me. Um, a lot of times, if people see, let's say, one side of me, That may be my fault because I've only shown them one side of me. And to get to your point, Craig, as far as just be more, if I show people other aspects of my life, then they'll see more and they'll be like, oh, wait a minute. I thought that Reg Clay was this, but he's really – you oh, know, all whole, of that. All of that.
2: And, and this.
0: And that. <laughs> right. And, and more. Yeah. yeah. yeah and more. there's nothing egotistical or selfish about that. I mean, you know, one of the things that I worry about You Christians might argue that,
2: like, keeping that from the world would be egotistical and
0: selfish. Well, sure. You can make that argument as well. But I worry about Christians or people who in, are in the service of helping others that they help, 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 and they sort of get beaten on mm-hmm. by people not in a negative way, but just people are like, you know, there's some people who are like who who are they're at that part of their lives where all they can do is take. It's like if I'm in need, mm-hmm. if I'm hungry, I'm going to eat everything that's on the table. I'm not even going to leave anything for you. And there are people who just take take because they, they don't know of any other way. And that could be harmful for the people who help because all they do is help. And sometimes you have to say, hey, you know what, I need to step away and feed myself so that when I get back. On the field, yeah, I'm rejuvenated. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 I worry
2: about our our, our rector, our, our our father at church. Of the, I think like Father Justin. Yeah, I feel like how you know because
3: mm-hmm.
2: I feel as though he's in that situation twenty four seven, where it's just like man, he's got to sit there and feed the need of yeah. all these folks all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be you know, you know, make a decision about you know when they're going to paint the outside of the building or whether it be like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, giving the sacrament to some old person who can't make it to the church and going to their home or going to their hospital, Mm -hmm. you know, and then it's like on and on and on every single day, every little detail. And I, but
1: God's love is his energy.
2: I know, but I pray for him, man, because it's
1: like, you know, he's still human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do do you
0: ever feel, um, um, (coughs) do you ever feel bad when you have time for yourself, when you take time for yourself? No. Good. No. (laughs) Okay. This is why I'm hanging. This is why
2: I'm hanging on with Debbie Carver. Yeah, because she's she's a good influence on me. (laughs) She's a very good influence on me. I (laughs) get a
1: like. I'm gonna go get a Manny Petty today. I have no remorse. I'm like. I need. I need an hour and a half to myself Mm -hmm. where I'm just reading a book, and nobody's asking me for anything.
0: You know, I (laughs) I read a funny article uh, because I'm always bringing up these bad articles or whatever. But this is actually a funny one. So. Think about manicure, pedicure. There was this uh, woman who went into a manicure, pedicure thing, and I guess somebody did something wrong, and she didn't refuse to pay it, and it was like an all-out fight. Oh it was like <laughs> oh, no. a bunch of women just, you know, clawing after each other, and the police got called, and I don't even know how the much The police? Mani- oh, yeah. The police oh, got God. called. And
1: <laughs> Well, thinking about well, be you careful, know, valuing Deb. yourself, so I actually shared this meme with um, yes. several people, not just Reg and Craig. Oh, yeah, please and, read this. this. And it's is from this Instagram account that I follow called You Are Luminous. Oh. And it, it always reminds me about how valuable we are as people. Mm-hmm. And this actually, the meme is called You Are the Value. In life, you'll have moments when you wonder if you're good enough for a job, another person, or something else that you really want. When you appraise the importance of your desire as being more valuable than yourself, Then you are creating an imbalance in your self-perception. You place the significance on the thing that is outside of yourself as opposed to who you are within yourself. This takes away your power and gives it to an external force. The true question is whether the job, relationship, or thing is good enough for you. Does does it align with the vision you have for yourself in your life? Is it worthy of your time and energy? Will it better you? Will it fulfill you? Does it deserve you?
0: There you go. Awesome. That's a that's a really awesome quote. And I do think about the people yeah. that we bring or the 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 things like jobs or whatever that we bring into our lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that may not be beneficial to us. You know, may not be worthy of our time. Absolutely. Especially if we spend a lot of time in it. I mean, I've spent a lot of you know whether we've had relationships that I thought you know like I felt oh my god it's. She's leaving me, and oh, you know, I just feel so horrible. And then I think to myself, was this person really right for me? Mm-hmm. You know.
1: And I always tell my folks that I coach on job hunting and audition coaching. Mm-hmm. You're auditioning them too, and you're interviewing them too. Yep. You don't have to take that job. Yeah. If they offer you that role, you don't have to take it. If mm-hmm. you have, if you ha- if you think I might not be a good fit with that director.
0: Yeah. Or and the
1: lead they've already yeah. cast.
0: And you know, we talk <laughs> about that on the yay all the time, where you have a young actor who's just come out of school, and they're like, "Hey, I just want to get be busy."
3: Yeah.
0: And all of a sudden, there's someone's like, "Hey, we need, we want you for this role." And you don't even look at the script. <laughs> you're like, "Yes." Somebody said yes to me. Somebody th- has me as value, and then all of a sudden, you're doing something really, really crappy, mm-hmm. um, and you're like, "Oh, for God's sake, why did I do this?" <laughs>
2: or you're doing
1: something that makes you uncomfortable.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Well, I I I found that quote
2: to be really kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of stuck with me because uh, it's something I really needed to hear.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was like, what? I, uh, me? Uh, what?
3: You know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. I,
2: you mean I can actually say these things out yeah. loud and not just kind of wonder about them? But um, you know how, like, uh, I don't know, on Facebook or whatever, that somebody will come up with a question and say, everybody answer the question. Yeah. I forget who came oh. up with it, but it was something like, yeah. uh, you know, if you could go back and talk to yourself as a kid, what what would you say? Uh-huh. And I thought of that quote. You did. I thought of that quote. You and, and I was just like, man, if I heard that from me, you know, in some kind of space-time transference, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be so wonderful. This is so useful to me now. You it know, takes yeah. a lot of
1: practice to recognize that you have value when you're so used to giving Away or making other people more important.
2: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. But it—it—it it, it was a—it was a really significant reminder. It didn't really stop the negativity mm-hmm. <laughs> entirely, but it kind of put put something you know there in, uh, alongside it.
1: Yeah, you know, al- mm-hmm.
2: alongside it. I,
1: and I don't know where this clicked from. I, I mean, I know that in the five years that I was gone from San Francisco. Along that journey, that crucible, it was very, a very difficult journey for me. Mm-hmm. That value statement clicked for me. Yeah. And, and I said to myself, I'm not allowing people into my life that don't fit this absolutely. new you know, goal that I have for myself. Are they yeah. worthy of being here?
0: Yeah. Or the I, job? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think you hit the nail right on the head, and I've had to go through. And I think it happens later. In, in my life, it sounds like it can happen later in all of our lives where, let's say in our 20s or 30s, we're like, hey, you know, we just want someone to tell us that we're valuable. You know, tell mm-hmm. us, tell us, tell us.
3: Mm.
0: And Yeah, yeah. I think being, being an
2: actor needs this kind of sure. yearning for that, that kind of attention, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Oh, th- my mom's called twice. Can we pause? Sure.
0: So- <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. We we were, talk, we were talking. We were talking tur- about we're turning the not, page. <laughs> you know, we we're talking about not bringing people or things into our lives which can damage us, right? And how, as when we're young, we're like, oh, value. You know, give me value. You know, validate me, validate me, validate me. But and but
1: now we're taking some time to evaluate, right, whether that person brings value to our
2: lives,
3: right,
1: or that job or whatever that thing is.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, and. and it may sound corny mm-hmm. you know there's a part of me when I read this quote yeah. i mean i really I need to hear it it's very good it's it i i need to, i need to self validate and I need to um Expect validation from others instead of just sure. asking for it. But there's something kind of corny about it, too. I and, mean, uh, you know, the Stuart Smalley kind of, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough. and Yeah,
0: darn it, people like me. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> for those <laughs> who do know the Al Franken like when the, he was on Saturday Night Live, that's where Smalley would stare yeah. in the
2: mirror and yeah. give himself affirmations. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh, poor guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. You
0: know, so there – but, you know uh, –
2: I'm kind of I'm, – I'm bridging between the two
0: mm-hmm. a little bit. but Because it puts – you know, you take off that humility hat and you put on sort of the um, – mm. I don't want to say ego hat or whatever, but to say, hey, listen, I have value and there are certain things that I'm not going to be you know involved in. It, it, people can go along a very slippery slope you know just following someone who says oh you know i like you and you know you all of a sudden you you can put yourself in a very precarious situation well,
2: and this quote you know kind of says it really kind of clearly when when you actually cede power yeah to an external force it doesn't say what that external force is i mean mm-hmm. some people could say even like you know giving it up to god or giving it up to your boss or sure. giving it up to your spouse and right. just saying you take the reins you drive i'm you know you know and you c- when you when you cede mm-hmm. you know that power, that means you don't have it. Basically, yeah. I mean that's the difference there. It's mm-hmm. not a matter of good, bad, right, wrong, who who deserves it, who doesn't. It's a matter of just basic fact,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and to just, just to know that, mm-hmm. to know that, hey man, you know I want to let you drive. Here, here are the keys. Yeah. Or or hey man, you know hey hey God, you're 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 taking it right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna like you know let this happen. Yeah. Or or you say. Or you say to the you know the spouse, hey, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're going to go to your restaurant or whatever. You know, it's like, you know, there's times when you do that, and there's times when. You, but every time you do that, you know, just be aware mm-hmm. that that's that's exactly. It's, it's better that it's a choice than if it's just just impulse. Sure. You know?
3: and, and if
1: you find it hard to make an evaluation of like value yeah. of things or people,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I think a good way to practice is to say. If, if, like, your friend, mm-hmm. my friend Reg, is making this decision, what would I recommend for him?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it's easier to make those value decisions when it's someone else you're caring about than yourself.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Well, I'm glad that you have some practical use for this (laughs) (laughs) other than just hominems because
0: this is a lovely hominem. No, no,
1: no, I think it it takes practice, like I said. It really does. And also,
0: when you bring in people, whether it be a job or a person, and let's say you don't know whether that person values you or not, you can ask. You can say, well, you know, what is it about me that, that you like or, you know, what is it that you see or what is it that you're looking for that you think that I can fit in? There are a lot of times where I'm in a relationship and I'll test someone. I'll say, you know, well, what is it about me? It's not that I'm saying, but I just want to see what do you see in me? And if, if you don't get all the right answers, then, you know, you need to be honest with yourself and say, hey, this person doesn't see me the way that I really am. Maybe you didn't show yourself or maybe they're not even looking to see who you really are. You know, like you can have a boss who only sees you as, as just one thing, you know, as one dimensional thing. Well, yeah. he's he he you know he makes great copies. He's a co- you know you're just <laughs> <laughs> he's great maintenance man. Other than that, don't ask him for anything, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and sometimes you
1: can ask like, "What is it that you love that we do together?" As opposed to it being Abs- just ab- so just about straight you. about what is it you like about me, right? You know, what is it that you like that we do together? What do That's you wish exactly. we could do more of together? Mm-hmm. Those are. I, ha- I've had a, a friend for a really long time, over 20 years, Adam and our friendship waxes and wanes like, mm-hmm. and when it does the waning, we kind of ask ourselves, what is it that we love doing together? And then we plan one of those things mm-hmm. and then that revitalizes
0: the, yeah,
1: you know, our
0: friendship. No, I think you, you're absolutely right. And sometimes you can get the answer, which will lead you to a different mm-hmm. direction. It's like, well, we're not on the same page yeah. and sometimes you just have to be honest. And
1: well, sometimes well, you just have to let go.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I like I, I like the way you approach it, Debbie. And rather than because I I would I would go about it the same way kind of Reg would in a way. I would just go like, okay, well let's evaluate this thing right now.
3: <laughs> uh, what's
2: his relationship? Let's go. Okay, I've got a list: <laughs> worth, not worth. Yeah. You know, the pros and cons <laughs> list. <laughs> enough had enough. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, that kind of thing. The and thing and, and, I, and like I think Deb is more like. Let's entertain the possibilities of what if. What if we, you know, Mm -hmm. what if we thought about the things that we love about each other? What if we concentrated on the things that give us both pleasure? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I. I, Then it
1: also doesn't make it so awkward because if you're asking someone very particularly, what is it you like about me, that even if they love 100,000 things about you, Mm -hmm. that they may get very uncomfortable. With having to be oh, so direct, sure. sure.
0: <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess my point is, so there's <laughs> a practical yeah.
2: use for this as well. Yeah. Yeah, but
0: yeah. but we also know how people can have a script in their heads. Yes. And they may project things onto you which are not truly who you are.
1: Absolutely. And I think amazing. that was
0: that was my point. But no, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you're you're a, you're a lot of
0: things. Opening Reg. up
1: the conversation <laughs> is the most important. That's thing, exactly
0: right? right. That's exactly right. Well, mm-hmm.
1: we also got mm-hmm. a little inspiration from the Bible when we were talking this morning. Oh, Bible, yeah. We, we're yeah. supposed to talk about Bible. <laughs> no, we're, we're not supposed to. We're <laughs> well, we brought,
0: we brought up a couple of our uh, verses. There's Faith
1: comes in a lot of forms. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there's
0: Psalm 62, 5, 6. Oh, Only funny. God gives inward peace, and I depend on him. God alone is the mighty rock that keeps me safe, and he is the fortress where I feel secure. So that's that's a cool one.
1: Yeah, I I when you read that one that mm-hmm. really struck with me. I was like, yeah, that's accurate. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because my mom is very Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Yeah. We have a we even have an altar in our house
3: oh, um, nice. with
1: many icons and statues oh, okay. on it and pictures of our dead families.
3: <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and she's always, you know, I roll my eyes a lot because she's always like, you just need to pray about that. You need to,
3: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: And I... It's just, but but that statement is true for me. Mm-hmm. That he he is my rock. He is how I get through it. I just don't do it the same way my mom does.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, it's yeah, you freestyle I, it. Yeah, I freestyle <laughs> it. <laughs> but also think about the inward peace. I mean, I think that's why people go to the church because they're looking for an inward peace, a mm-hmm. sort of peace that they cannot receive oh, yeah. from the outside world, from, from your job. Unfortunately, let's say from your family, if you come from. Not even a dysfunctional family, but a family that just has a lot of tension. Sometimes you just need a place where you can just relax, yeah. and meditate, connect, you know, with God, with with mm-hmm. parishioners, with you know people who you bond with. That's what brought you to ch- back to church, Craig. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah I really, uh, yeah, I really kind of suddenly found a, a place where I was needed. Mm-hmm. You know, which is kind of cool because I yeah. I had been in. Sit- Long period of situation where it's like, hey man, we don't need you. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm. We're we're tolerating you.
2: Mm, (laughs) You you know, but uh, you're not performing any kind of necessary function.
1: I'm going to bring up the labyrinths again. I think that, Mm -hmm. Craig, you should go Google the labyrinth library and find a labyrinth. Uh, near you.
2: You want me to do more introspection? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but no, but the thing about the labyrinth is we were talking about oh. letting our anxiety go oh, and yeah, let yeah. God take care of it. Mm-hmm. And the point of the labyrinth is you, you're meditating about that and you get to the middle and you leave it there for him.
2: And leave it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. a physical, like connection of doing it as opposed to just thinking just about think, letting it just, go you're actually physically walking yeah. leaving it and then physically walking back out
2: yeah so <laughs> it, it has to happen you can't just like just look at the labyrinth well yeah. no
1: i'm sure many people do yeah. just like phone it in
2: yeah. when they're doing it right well, okay. no 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 i but like it. you think that'd be a good thing
1: i i find it useful
0: okay. yeah well to
1: and my my, my, my
0: yeah, yeah. Now, I want th- to do the labyrinth as well. So, you know, if we the find it, that The Grace
1: Cathedral has it every month, a candlelight. Um, I can't remember which day. It's a Friday, but I can't remember if it's like the first Friday or the fourth. Or the and they've
2: before. got one up there.
1: They've got one up there, but there are tons over here on the East Bay. There are a lot of uh, churches and schools, Christian schools, that have a labyrinth.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
1: There's a worldwide um, database of labyrinths around the mm-hmm. world. I know
0: I'm crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody my, thought of this. Yeah, <laughs> my my mind is on not to. I'm just going to detour just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, of course. But uh, there's a rally that's happening right now. Unfortunately, it's an alt-right rally in uh, Washington D.C. This is the fir- This is the one-year anniversary of um, Charlottesville, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's uh, unfortunate that you know there is still hatred. A, this isn't
1: too much of a detour because it <laughs> oh, is isn't right. talk about value. Well, I
0: mean, like in a, when I when we when we talk about. Um, Um, that Bible verse, uh, Psalm 62, only Mm -hmm. God gives us inward peace. Just to stop it right there, when I think about inward peace, I think about a peace that allows me to give peace to others. You know, we've been talking about just the energy that we give to others and the energy that we take within. Mm -hmm. How we don't bring people who have negative energy into our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, when I have inner peace, I don't have any, you know, racism or misogynistic thoughts or anything like that. I mean, I... I, I bond and I embrace individuals and I put people in, in their shoes. I say, hey, what would it be like to be like Craig, you and I, over breakfast, we were talking about how looking at things from a woman's perspective. Oh, yeah. And how if we put ourselves in, you know, a woman's shoes or, you know, stiletto heels or whatever, mm-hmm. that we stop thinking, you know, like misogynistic thoughts or anything like that. And when I think about the hatred, If people have inner peace, like there was an article this week from the Washington Post about ex-Klan members and um, ex-neo-Nazis who did these interviews with the Washington Post reporters and they just wanted to just talk about how sorry they felt and they just wanted to get it out of their their system, the anger that they felt um, and how wonderful they felt not being angry anymore because i think that anger is a type of energy you may feel strong there are people who love being angry and using their their they think that anger gives them a strength like people will be scared of me mm. if i you know tense up or whatever but all of a sudden you know if you let that go and you have that inner peace that we find from god i mean you know you may be a uh, a buddhist you may meditate you, know, you may find that inner peace uh, in other ways but if you have the inner peace, all of a sudden you look at people in a different way, mm-hmm. and you just want to bond with them.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with all of the, what you just said. I think the thing that I'm thinking in my mind right now is that many of these people that are involved in these rallies yeah. think that they are good Christians.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, and that
1: makes me sad.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, they have a completely different perspective of what Christianity is. Or they're using Christianity to As a push their own agenda. Yeah. That's
2: that sounds really yeah that sounds really sad if that's the case. What struck me about what you said is that the idea that uh, some people, you know, feel like anger and 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 uh, mm-hmm. and hatred is, is is gives them a gives them a strength yeah. Um, and I, I, I guess I could see how that could possibly work if you, you know, like any muscle. Yeah. You know. If you well, you talk about a former boss of
0: yours. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, well, if you exercise that muscle, yeah. you know, and, and 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 that's your only go-to, mm-hmm. is you know, to be dismissive or hateful mm-hmm. or rude or or whatever, yeah. to 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 others, and mm-hmm. just let that be your kind of like, you know, this is where this is where I go. This is who I am. This is mm-hmm. how I express myself. Yeah. You, you know, become stronger. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if like these these guys you say who were reformed to neo nazis or whatever they were just couldn't wait to unburden themselves of this you know mm-hmm. this this hatred that they that used on a day in and day out basis mm-hmm. i mean they, so you know yeah, it doesn't really make you stronger of but it, but it but it becomes easier, yes, the more you habituate mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. that kind of that kind of repetitive behavior yeah. The, and then introducing love and 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 fellowship and mm-hmm. compassion be, you know you have to kind of like start heaping it on if you want to yeah. change or, you know you want to flex mm-hmm. the other muscle while mm-hmm. you know, because it's been while you've been struggling yeah to me you know we talk a lot about good and evil Satan God blah 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 yeah to me that's that's real evil is is just you know letting letting that muscle get bigger. Letting yeah. letting that negative hate muscle, yeah. um, supersede. You yeah. know what else can happen because once you introduce light and love, mm-hmm. um, it's it starts to yeah. m- it starts to multiply too. It starts to
0: I you know yeah. help you identify yourself.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know in that way. There's you know? no way that you can hold on to both hate and love at the same time. No. The, I mean, the Bible, the, especially the New Testament, goes completely against any. Notion that you know you can hate a certain people or a certain culture or you know and just negatively stereotype you know one group of, of individuals mm-hmm. and so using the Bible to justify it, I mean you have to do a lot of you know trampese acts or whatever <laughs> to 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 justify that I guess and yeah. uh, you know you, you just can't do it so it it gives it warms me when I hear you know article about you know ex individuals who are like I was a part of that culture and I just couldn't do it anymore and I'm just so relieved. It's like taking a burden off of my shoulders. Now that I can free myself from the hatred and just love. Were many of those?
1: Um, I'm just wondering because mm-hmm. I haven't read the article.
0: Yeah. Were many of those folks
1: raised in that culture?
0: They, they definitely were. Yeah. They learned it from mom, yeah. dad. They were under peer pressure. Hey, you got to feel the same way that we feel. I think about Westboro Baptist Church, which is isn't really a church. This is just basically a felt the Phelps family. Yeah. And how they just, you know, they took one doctrine from their father and felt, well, we have to feel this way because this is how dad feels and dad is right. Yeah. And you get into that sort of mentality.
2: It's all just like talk about tribalism and mm-hmm. so forth, whether it be, you know, race or politics or, you know, beliefs or what have you. And, I, and I, to me, you know, I, I, I feel like that's the basis of it. You know, it could be learned you know through your family or your or your small community but i think a lot of it has to do with just being afraid
0: mm-hmm. of others absolutely
2: you know i mean bottom line what are you protecting yeah you know i mean uh, if you we weren't just like just stone cold afraid of other people you know who are look different or feel different or act different or whatever
1: fear drives a lot of hatred it,
2: yeah and, and and how how silly is that you know, how, is it, mm-hmm. how, how how useless is it, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, if, you know, if we can make people stop being afraid, I think that would solve a lot of problems, right. <laughs> you know, you know. I don't know
1: how we can do that. I don't know how we do that
2: either. <laughs> we'll, we'll start today. Yeah. Uh, project number one. <laughs> Touch
1: someone and give them love today. Encourage them.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Encouragement is the best thing you can do. Truly. I really think Truly. that.
0: Yeah, so there's a guy named Cam Musser. Um, I'll just read a little bit of this. Cameron Musser spent most of his time, which is plentiful, seeing he is 21 years old without schooling, a job, a car, or a place of his own, scrolling through white supremacist websites and social media pages in his room at his mother's house. If you believe white privilege is a thing, we're not friends. He wrote in January 2016 on Facebook. Um, and it goes on about how he had his mentality of white sisters. But The article talks about how it's centered around his not having or his not having the things that he expects that he wants, like um, no schooling, no car, no job, um, no place of his own. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's looking at the world where everyone has, you know, what he wants. And that you can understand. You can understand the sadness that he has. But then he formulates a mentality, you know, based on that, which is, you know. Which leads him towards a darker path. Yeah, that's that's sad and absurd in a way. What's
1: that story? I was just trying to look for it of the 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 convenience store clerk who was shot by a right wing Hmm. neo Nazi. Yeah, shot in the head. Uh huh. And I think lost the use of his eye. Ooh. And the guy, they caught the guy right, and they put him in jail. Uh-huh. Instead of condemning him, um and, and he shot him because he thought he was Muslim because he had brown skin.
3: Oh but he was Hindu. Yeah.
1: And um and so this clerk I have the, I have the article here. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So yeah. the clerk um instead mm-hmm. tried to share his his beliefs
3: hmm.
1: with this neo Nazi. Yeah. And um, converted him
3: <laughs> to wow. not to being Hindu
1: necessarily, but to Believing in God's love and, and helping other people.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He he was still put to death. Like, this guy petitioned for him not to be put on death row. Yeah. Or, or not to be. Anyway, he died. And, and this, um, this clerk now has been talking with and dealing with his daughter mm. and trying to get her... you know, away from that kind of thinking.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. And
1: I was listening to this story on NPR and just bawling. It kind of (laughs) of blows (laughs) my mind. Where
2: where do regular people take up this kind of – and it feels like that's a ministry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It it was. You know, I mean, to take up this – we're just ordinary people Mm -hmm. out of the blue, you know, feel – they should take up this ministry. It just yeah. it, it just makes your heart just explode. It does. Yeah, I,
1: I, yeah, it, that is exactly how I felt. <laughs> yeah. I was just overwhelmed by how much love this man had. Yeah, for other people that yeah. he wanted them to mm-hmm. feel that love too. And now yeah.
2: you felt it. Yeah, you know, I felt yeah, it. yeah. Just yeah. by telling the story, right? You yes. know, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, yeah um, it's a wonderful thing. Um, powerful, powerful, and and it's, um, not that you know we. So there's, I, was, I was motivated by a Bible verse, and I'll just put the Bible verse out for those who struggle with loving your enemies. Yeah. So Matthew 5, chapter 43 through 48 says, um, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He caused his son to rise on the evil and the good, and sin reigned on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward? What reward will you get? Are you not even tax? Are not even tax collectors doing that? <laughs> and if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And so that's it. But uh, mainly, wait, what was that last
1: part again? The last. Be perfect, one? therefore. Right before that.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, do not even pagans are not even. Ta- uh, and if you greet only your own people. What are you doing more than others? Yeah. Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. So once again, that's Matthew fifth chapter, verses forty three through forty eight. Uh the one that I love is um verse forty four. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a very tough one, but it's 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 a thing of growth. I mean, I yeah. remember we talked about this earlier. There was another podcast we talked about, and I had sort of disagreed a little bit with you guys because I think you guys were, hey, you know, if someone hurts you, then you know, just forgive them, just forgive them. And I was like, well, you know, sometimes don't people forget. Have, yeah. Or well, no, of course, <laughs> don't never forget. But some people just forgive people. Without them even asking for forgiveness. I think we were talking about our, our parents or, or relatives, family members.
1: Yeah, because, uh, yes, and maybe this is a whole other podcast. <laughs>
0: exactly. About yeah, yeah. We're not going to open up a can of worms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> well, we're freestyling. But yeah, that's right. yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no. I think it's it's very hard to forgive someone overall. Yes. It's very hard to forgive someone, especially when they haven't apologized. Exactly. But if you carry that burden, that's your burden that you're carrying.
2: Yeah. Totally. Yes. Totally. I mean, you know, if somebody does me wrong, I really want them to know about it. Yes. I really do. And, and you know, I don't do it in such a way that I wish harm would come to them, mm-hmm. but I don't wish for enlightenment either, you know, I, you know in a, in a way. it's it, So I have to kind of like – I really have to kind of like dig in. Mm-hmm. And find forgiveness sometimes, you know? Yeah. Just because I don't want to carry around that. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. carry around that bad
3: feeling. Yeah. You know? I mean, it I t- t-
1: I think it took me three... So three years, my friend Renee and I had a huge fight. It took me three years before I spoke to him mm-hmm. again, before I could forgive him. Wow. But yeah. he apologized profusely Good. the entire three years. Good. Th- then I have another friend who I didn't speak to for out of Atlanta mm-hmm. for a couple years, and he has never apologized. Uh-huh. And it took me a very, like... I had to do a lot of hard work to get over that.
0: Yeah. Oh, to, to, okay. To yeah. forgive him. To yeah. say,
1: to, to forgive him because.
0: Although he didn't but, ask but for forgiveness. He did yeah. not
1: ask for forgiveness, but I also don't trust him as much as I did before.
0: Sure. Sure. <laughs> and I, and I've talked about how my mom and I, we didn't talk to in 12 years from 85 to 97 uh, until, and it wasn't so much I, you know, I, I never had hated her, but it was like, it was more comfortable just being away from her. Until I realized, hey, I need to forgive her because she needs it, she needs to to hear those words coming from me because it will heal her mm-hmm. and it will heal Neil uh, you know for uh, you know as a kid, I was like, well, I don't really need to mm-hmm. to do that. I'm functioning i'm I'm doing okay.
2: could have gone on for yeah more than twelve years yeah. if yeah. you didn't, if you didn't kind of go like, yeah. hey, you know mm-hmm. I'm ready
0: to shake this up and make something different happen right but I had to be honest with myself, I was like, listen. My disconnection from my mother is harming my relationships with people.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, And I can get into the sociology and the psychology behind it all, but I think there's a disconnect. So there
1: was a decision where you said, I have value, and these things are valuable to me.
0: Exactly. And And you're able to redefine yourself, not without boundaries, Mm -hmm. but with different boundaries. And to tell my mother when we did reunite, you are valuable, you are loved. I love you. I forgive you. I understand everything that's happened. You're ready for forgiveness, and I gave myself a little bit of value because you know I I did something special for her, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she sort of you know reinforced in me, hey, this is the, this is you know when she hugs me and and tells me that she loves and cares for me, I believe it, and it sort of strengthens my foundation and gives me the value that I have. Um, so right on right on. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. We've come full circle. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Reincorporation. Exactly.
0: Uh, so right. i got to figure out what, what's a good title for this. Usually I'm coming up with titles and stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> I guess so. Does, does anyone want to close us out in prayer?
1: I will close us out in prayer today. All right. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this community um, here with Reg and Craig and also our community of listeners. I'm hoping that our words and yours and the other folks' words that we're bringing to the group today can lift them up, inspire them, and help them remember that your love is there for them to access. They just have to reach out. That it is infinite, and that it can be shared with all. Um, I want to especially lift up my family and friends in Texas today who are at a memorial for my cousin, David, um, and. And for all of those that are struggling today and feeling anxious and anxiety, just to remember that you have value, that God values you and gave His Son for you, and that you have a community of people that you can reach out to if you need help. In Your holy name, we pray, and Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Now, that's you. fantastic. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Faith is a podcast open to anyone. You may not believe at all. You may be Muslim, Jewish, agnostic, or atheist. You may have had horrible experience in the church, which have made you turn your back to God. You can still have faith. We ask that you listen to this podcast, even challenge us on Facebook or SoundCloud or Twitter or um, Instagram. Uh, You can find me at uh, Reg Space Clay. You can find Deb at DL Carragher on uh, Instagram. I think you're also on... um, Twitter? Yes, Twitter and Instagram?
1: Yeah, Instagram is Deb. Deb. Oh, is that right? Okay, Deb. (laughs) Deb, I know that now.
0: (laughs) And share what you feel. Don't feel alienated because we speak of what we believe. The Bible has been around for thousands of years, and even now, in the age of the Internet and social media and great technology, it still has a message for all of us. You can listen to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app or on iTunes. Just open up your iTunes app, click on Store, go on the search engine on the upper right-hand side, And search for You Gotta Have Faith, and you'll find us. If you use Android, download SoundCloud or just go on soundcloud.com, search for You You Gotta Have Faith, and you will find us. Thanks for listening, and God bless each and every one of you. Have a wonderful week.